What's going on, guys? This is episode 32 of the 808s and Bars podcast. Um, we didn't have to do, you know, want to do this. Magic but Johnson, Magic Johnson podcast. This is the Magic num- podcast. Number 32, the Magic Johnson podcast. Um, we didn't really want to uh, do something super serious this episode, but, <laughs> but uh, it's kind of like absolutely unavoidable uh, at this point, especially with the, you know, the climate that we live in. Um, and you know, this hell world that is, has been going on for, for a few years now. Uh, but you know, the first thing we're going to talk about just off top is the, um, 21 Savage young, is it nudie or nutty? I don't even know how the guy pronounces his name. Uh, but I think it's nudie, uh, young nudie, uh, arrest the other day, um, in Atlanta around the time of the Super Bowl, they were arrested and apprehended by ice. Which, Jason, I don't know where you were when this when this news broke, but I was uh, at my dad's house preparing for the Super Bowl. I was uh, just hanging out. Really. Yeah, that was weird. Like I felt like I was just like wait, we were just kind of sitting around waiting for the fucking su- Super Bowl to start, and then out of nowhere, I see that he he's arrested by ICE, and I was like, why the fuck would ICE care about Twenty One Savage? He's from yeah, I mean, Atlanta, ICE... right? <laughs> Right, and and it's just like, I mean, ICE apparently, and you know, now that this news has come out, you've seen people on Twitter say, "Hey, like, I know for a fact that ICE has been like trying to, you know, deport people who have had charges against them, and like, you know what I mean? And they'll come up with like false things. Like, we all know about the um, fake international school they they set up and stuff like that. So, I mean, right. ICE is like those motherfuckers are just like." sneakily abusing power <laughs> you know what i mean like they they're not like as it's it's like you know what i mean like cops abuse power right but like they're cops it's just like right open in your face and right. it's kind of just like ice is like the sneaky version of cops <laughs> you know what i mean in a, yeah in a i mean it's 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 nazi-ish behavior man i mean it, oh, it's, it's really I mean, it's, it's they're a terrorist organization right yeah at this point it's gotten to um you know uh obviously everything that happened with 21 savage is a reflection of a much larger problem uh with that's happening right now with specifically with the trump administration you know this is something ice was founded by george bush uh during his administration but you know now that you have uh, essentially a white supremacist in the white house um, you know, the, we, we keep seeing these, uh, you know, ice cases get m- even more horrible children being detained. Uh, a child died in their custody recently. Um, and the 21 Savage thing really brings a lot of attention to it. Now, my first reaction was, what the fuck? He's from Atlanta. Like, why, why would they, why would ice even have anything to do with him? But as you said, yeah, yeah. And he he is from Atlanta, you know. What I mean, regardless of whether he came here at a young age or you know, blah blah blah, he is from Atlanta. And like, right, for this- sure. But like, but I was even confused as to like he is like I had no idea that he wasn't even born in America. Like that was that was you thought he was like born and raised in Atlanta. I did too. I a lot of people did. And okay, so so it was a mixed reaction here because half of half of Twitter said. 
yeah, I knew he wasn't from here. Like, I heard a rumor a while ago he was from England. Then the other half of Twitter said, what the fuck? I thought he was from, like, he was from fucking, like, Stone Mountain. Like, I had no idea. Like, what the fuck? Like, I thought he was from Atlanta. And I immediately Googled it. Like, I was like, okay, let me Google, see what, like, where he's from. And I read, like, four or five different bios from random websites of him. And the... Most of them claimed he was born in Dominica, which is part of the British West Indies. Hasn't really been a territory since the 1970s, but apparently he was not born in Atlanta. So that was, I I mean, I don't think he ever necessarily lied about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, he never, first of all, it's not, and like I, afterwards, like I had tweeted, um, you know, first free 21, secondly, you know, blah, 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 like, did he lie? Like, like, where's he actually from? And this and that. And, like, A, like, that's that's my mistake. That's not, it shouldn't even be, like, the first thing you think about. Um, and technically, like, he doesn't owe us any explanation on where he's, like, born and raised or where he's from or anything. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, we know that he he's in East Atlanta. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 21 Savage is from East Atlanta. For so, sure. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, I mean, I see a lot of, like, you know, and I'm not one to really, like, get, get mad at the memes and stuff like that. Because I know it's, like, a thing that's just going to happen. And, like, you know what For I mean? Sure. Yeah, this is, this, like, this, is, yeah, this is the internet. <laughs> but um, it, it, I don't I, I don't see the, like, um, big deal in, in, in if he is from, uh, you know, a British-controlled area or Great Britain itself. I don't see the like problem in that you know what i mean so yeah i mean uh, the the whole thing is very confusing and it it wasn't even to say that like uh you know uh, i obviously don't give a shit where he's from i mean i don't i i don't think that any person should be fucking detained in america because they fucking whether they came here quote unquote illegally or whatever i don't give a fuck like yeah i just don't i I don't i don't really care about that stuff but at the same time um you know immediately ice made it a point to kind of throw dirt on his name and say, well, this whole thing has been a persona. Uh, You know, he's not really like that, but at the same time, you know, he does have an arrest record. That was another thing was like, okay, going back to, you know, apparently he moved to Atlanta when he was 12. And I mean, if you move somewhere when you're 12 years old and then fucking he's what, 24 now, 25, like, that's pretty much half your life. So I would say, yeah, he's pretty much from Atlanta, uh, regardless of, of how you, you know, categorize it. But at the same right. time, like in 2014, he was arrested. Where the fuck was ICE then? Like, uh, not that I think that they should have, but it's, it's one of those things where, like, if you were so concerned about this guy, how come five years later – now you're finally like arresting him when coincidentally a few days before, as Jason, you pointed out on Twitter, he had come out with a line kind of dissing ice. Yeah. And the uh, new, uh, a lot video and in the, in in a live performance, I don't know which late night show it was. I might've been Fallon. I don't know. I've, I, I actually don't know. Um, he had, you know, talked about, I can't imagine having my kids stuck at the border. So, I mean, I am not the, you know, stay woke, like, type, <laughs> but <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know? not, you don't need to be, like, a conspiracy theorist to realize to think that, that there's something is... maybe 
you know, going on here, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's clearly so. targeting someone who spoke out against this horrific shit that they've been doing over the past, yeah. you know, few months and few year, uh, years, I guess now. Trump has been president for two years. but um, And, I mean, we're going to have to reckon with uh, our the former uh president before trump you know what i mean and, for and not for not doing anything about this he, organization exactly i mean we're gonna have to reckon with that i mean i'm, I'm not ready to uh, hey i'm ready to have a conversation with everybody else's but no one else's so <laughs> yeah i i think it, it it's it 2020 will be interesting because it's it's really going to divide uh the, the, that part of the democratic party where it is okay to criticize someone uh because of uh, you know, policy, regardless of whether you thought I he mean, was a, a good president or not, um, there are a lot of things that that he did wrong that he could have prevented, uh, you know, knowing that someone like Trump is possible, uh, even even regardless of what he actually did as president, knowing that, you know, you could leave all this executive power to someone like him and still continue to have an organization like ICE, which is wholly unnecessary and just fucking, you know, grotesque uh, and immoral is is beyond me. And I think that, he, that that you can criticize any fucking president, regardless of, you know, your your political party or your political beliefs. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's just like the hip hop police has been such a, a notorious thing in like in our culture. Uh, you know, as long as I've you know been a fan of rap music, you know what I mean. I remember Wu Tang; they had like a whole uh, the NYPD had like a whole like you know, as if they were like a criminal organization, a whole outline right. and stuff like that. As if you know this was the Soprano family, and yeah. you know what I mean. This was like the Barksdale organization or something. So, like we've seen it. Uh, you know, I mean, we're still seeing it. I mean, especially with yeah. NYPD, Bobby Schmurda, Um Schmurda, yeah, that's right. Six Nine's a little bit different I mean, because you know he's, six, he's yeah, 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 he's yeah. kind he's, of a fucking idiot, and you know, and I mean, he's the worst. Sh- and but but honestly, like, and this, I mean, this is a like I, I've seen this on Twitter, and like I agree with this take. I mean, even the worst people, right? You still have to hold your convictions if you feel as if that. The criminal justice system works in a very, you know, disappropriate way. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, disappropriate way. Then, I mean, even with a guy as unlikable as Six Nine, you have to, you know, still talk about that. And yeah, you're totally right. To, right. I mean, this is not to say that, right? Like for me, for me, like Six Nine is for me is a sexual, uh, uh, like predator, abuser, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, predator, yeah. right? Predator, right? Predators. Yeah, he is a sexual predator. So for me, like fuck him. Um, but what they got him on, I don't necessarily agree with a Rico act. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I'm not down with that. Right. And I mean, I'm not, and, but in, you know, going away from six nine though, like Draco, the ruler, look at what's, looks what's happening to him, like Oh three Greedo. Right. And yeah. I mean, these guys are, you know, Oh three Greedo and Draco, the ruler aren't, um, necessarily like as famous as, you know, Puff Daddy or something like that. But, but they were they were getting to the point where they could right, potentially. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, they, you know, trumped up charges that Greedo had from whole different type whole different state and, you know, added it on to a uh to charges now. I mean, TI in the mid two thousands uh had a similar thing that Meek actually Meek Mill, yeah, yeah. Has but like yeah, but T I had a similar thing that Meek has actually gotten over where it's like T I just couldn't get out of the whole like 
um, uh, what, what's the word of, I'm yeah. No, but like uh, when you're parole, um, pr- probation, probation. Yeah, 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 yeah. He couldn't get out of the whole probation thing, and it kind of like affected him a lot. You know, this was like during like urban legend and like King came out. You know what I mean? So right, yeah, this. yeah, yeah. And and, and, and obviously Meek cycle. is probably the very best example we have now in, in terms of uh, the criminal justice system and you know hip hop and just the law in general and um, targeting just hip hop. So I mean, it, it, it's it's. It's it's disheartening and like this is going to a different level now, right? Because like ICE isn't even like um, F- FBI, like P- Atlanta police, not, not just the city of Atlanta, but like every you know single police force in, across the country, right? Like ICE is a little bit different; they're much more like high up than that. So for that to reach to twenty one Savage, it's really scary to me. You know, yeah. if they're doing this to twenty one; they can do this to anybody. Exactly, and they so, are, and they're and they're doing, and they are, and, right? And, and and luckily for Twenty One, you know, he th- this case is high profile enough that you know, uh, you would hope that things don't get too, uh, you know, out of hand. But I, I honestly just think from from like a like, I mean, it's obviously fuck ice, but at the same time, like from a pure like, if you understand like power dynamics, like. Uh, don't arrest a famous rapper who is going to bring a ton of attention to a cause that people are already pushing back against. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you, I, and it's the same thing that happened with the, it, it's very similar to the meat case in that, you know, it brings attention to a, uh, an issue that has plagued, you know, a community of people forever. You know, we're, we're talking about the, you know, the probation and the parole, uh, you know, and the cycle of poverty and people going into the, to the prison system in, in that way. And then in the other hand, you have, you know, with immigrants and ICE and, you know, border agents and, and basically bringing attention to the fact that you, you are willing to abuse your power. You're willing to go out of your way to essentially, you know, uh, fucking try to deport people uh, in 21 Savages situation and, and Young Nudie situation. It sounds like if they are deported, it sounds like, you know, obviously they have a little bit of money. They probably will be, you know, uh, deported back to where, uh, you know, they can be fine, London or, or Dominica, wherever they end up. I think they will be fine. I would hope so, at least. Uh, but, you know, the majority of people who are being deported or are being held in detention centers are not. And right. I, I think that this whole abolish ICE move, movement and, uh, you know, I think people are even going a, a step further with abolish and prosecute ICE now uh, because clearly, uh, you know, things have gotten to a point where people are just fucking sick of it. And to every week it's a new story. And if you at this point, like if you don't stand for that, like. I, I don't know. I can't fuck with you. <laughs> like, yeah. if, 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 if that should be a bare minimum for you. I mean, you, you've had it or a person. You've had a boss ice on your, you know, uh, display name on Twitter for, I don't know how long now. Right. But like a year, maybe. I don't know. Like, like a year I, or I, something like that. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I think it's something that, uh, you know, it was very obvious from, from early in the Trump campaign in 2015, 2016, that he was, set on demonizing immigrants, specifically immigrants from Mexico and Central America. 
And uh, I, I I know of uh, my one of my dad's like former coworkers was uh, was deported back to around the same time actually that I I changed uh, everything on Twitter. Uh, regardless of all the stories that I already heard that made me fucking disgusted, uh, just reading about what you know ICE has done. But uh, you know he was deported uh, back to to Guatemala. And, uh, you know, I hear about these stories all the time. I don't even live in an area that is, uh, you know, has a heavy immigrant population necessarily. And I still hear about it. So to me, it's like, this was probably the, the dumbest thing that ice could have done. Uh, but the best thing for the movement, I hope, because I really like, I see a lot of rappers. I saw a lot of guys like Isaiah Rashad, who's one of my favorite rappers. He never posts on social media and he posted something about it. So, you know, that it really has captured yeah, everyone's uh, attention. You know, J Cole posted something about it. Rico Nasty posted something about it. Yeah. So, Jay-Z today said he's going to hired a, hi, yeah, hired a lawyer. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. 421. So I'm really hoping that this brings a ton of attention to it. And, and it's, it, it kind of serves as the same way that Meek is now, you know, he's, he's now launching a uh, nonprofit with Jay-Z and one of the co-owners of the, the Philadelphia 76ers um, about, you know, criminal justice reform. And I hope that, Maybe this whole thing can bring that much attention to ICE and, you know, these deportations that, uh, you know, the majority of them are illegal. And, uh, you know, these people who are doing these things should, you know, should pay the fucking consequences of, of their actions. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say about it, but it was kind of something we couldn't really ignore. I didn't really no. want to go political because we have had a lot of political stuff recently. Uh, but it's, you know, it's very important. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and, you know, this is, this is, you know, our culture, right? I mean, 21 Savage is a artist that we brought up on this, on our podcast, like a lot. So no it's important intended. for, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Good one. Uh, yeah. So it, it's, I, we need to talk about it. You know what I mean? Cause like we, it, it would be dishonest for us not to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Almost, I, you know? I, I, I yeah, I think I think that in this day and age, it's it's going to be there are going to be a lot of episodes like this, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, things hopefully will... he's reunited with his children. Um, you know, he's got I think he's got three kids, I believe. And um, you know, they're in the they're in the all a lot video. Um, you know, J Cole you know, says on the song actually. Uh, Went to the studio, saw Twenty One hang out with his kids. Man, that's the type of shit no. I like. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, get that man back to his family. You know, free Twenty One and the ball size. Absolutely, that's a, that's our official stance on ice. That's our official stance on free Twenty One. Obviously, um, you know, we hope that everything turns out all right. And uh, you know, the guy, his regardless of what happens, I'm sure he will be fine. Uh, even if if on some bullshit he has to live back in the UK or something, he'll automatically become one of the best rappers there. So, so he would, uh, he, yeah, it would be Slick Rick, Doom, and then Twenty One. I forgot Doom was from it. When you said that on Twitter the other day, I was like, shit, I forgot that Doom was from it. England's got some like, I mean, we like Skepta. We brought him up on the podcast before. Like, I'm talking about like contemporary guys, not like Slick Rick right, and, yeah. and MF Doom. But although. Um, Although his family moved to Long Island when he was like a child, though, and Doom. So like, 
Yeah, he, so we're, yeah, English born, but like yeah, English I guess it's, born, yeah. It's kind of like J. Cole was born in Germany, and like you know they're like well, random. J. Cole's just like a military brat, though. That's a little yeah. different. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. true. He was like a one year old, I think, when they moved to North Carolina, and yeah. his family was from there. So yeah, but uh, but moving on to a little bit, you know, less uh, heavy topic. Um, we wanted to do uh, one of these pods where we kind of we didn't there wasn't a ton of music that came out in January. It's generally a slow month. Um, you know, the Future Project was obviously one that we touched on a few weeks ago, um, but we kind of just wanted to talk about some of our favorite songs of the month, some of our uh, favorite projects. We asked you guys what you thought. Um, you know, some of your favorite projects were, um, and we can just start up top here, Jason. I know. You really enjoyed the new Sada Baby album that came out. Uh, yes, in, in I did. Yes, now, I did. I just want to say before you get into your like little, you know, why you like this album so much. Uh, about a year ago, I heard uh, everyone like was talking about Sada Baby, and I was like, I just always thought he was Saw Baby. or Sabi, or Sa- there's another guy with a very similar name who I just thought Sada Baby was. <laughs> so okay. I heard when when uh, when Harold came on the end of the year pod last year, I went back and I, I, I listened to Block Party, uh, which is on this album, actually. Uh, but I went back and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, that guy sounded like Young Thug. This guy sounds nothing like Young Thug. So I was very confused. And then going into this, I literally, like, I thought they were the... I, just thought they were the same guy but they're entirely different rappers that have incredibly similar names i guess nowadays like there's what there's boogie boogie with a hoodie boogie's another guy we'll talk about on here like there are just so many similar rap names that i just get totally confused all the time but yeah boogie boogie should like change his name in my opinion yeah boogie's not a great name it's kind of it's just so like yeah it just it kind of sounds like a nickname you would just give to a friend it's i was gonna say like a a childhood nickname yeah it's not a stage name you know what i mean like you need a stage name like for sure (laughs) yeah you know something that really makes you stand out but so what did you like about this this sada baby project so sada baby is from detroit by the way oh i didn't know um yes he is he's from he is from detroit and i think what i like most about it is he comes up with he comes up with the most clever ways to say, like, he's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he comes, he, he has a lot of menacing uh, rhymes. And, like, the way he says it, it's, like, very in your face. And it's very loud. And uh, I, I, I just, he's very captivating throughout the record. And the record's really good. Uh, Horseplay, I think, is my favorite is my favorite track. Yeah, I think that was the best yeah, one yeah, on there. Yeah. That, that one was really yeah. good. You know, it's funny you said that he's from Detroit because I could, when when I was listening to it, the, I just just the sheer amount of, like, abrasiveness in his sound, kind of, he doesn't sound anything like Danny Brown, but it kind of reminded me of that same kind of in-your-face, very loud, very, uh, uh, you know, at times very fucking chaotic uh, right. sound, sound to his music. So it's the fact so that he's weird. from Detroit is... Yeah, like Detroit... Odd because I have a love hate relationship with Detroit rap because I mean I I hate Big Sean and I don't find I think that Nickel Nine is obviously a wordsmith and he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's very talented. But a lot of guy, it is, yeah. Right, like a lot of it is word salad though. Yeah, 
And I mean, obviously, we don't have to. We don't have to get into Eminem. And then, <laughs> well, um, they don't really have the, the thing about their twenties. They don't have like a like they don't ever. They've never really had a regional sound. It's like it's kind of just like a yeah. Collection. I don't think they have a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they have a regional sound either. Like Big Sean but, and Eminem couldn't sound more uh, different. <laughs> Big Sean tries to be like those guys, though. He really does. That's the thing that's very annoying. He's trying to be him. like barred up and like I, I, I. He tries to be so barred up, but yeah, I mean, Sean like attempts to be a, a like you know uh, Nas type of like rapper, even though he just can't do it. He has no chops. Yeah, there's this certain section of of hip hop who seem to think that. Big Sean has really good lyrics too. Like I'm not like I remember Charlemagne and Joe Budden had a had something where they named him one of the best lyricists of 2017, and I was like, Yeah, I mean, two listening? guys who don't really. Yeah, know. I was like, What the fuck are you listening to? Like, I mean, yeah, he's had like lines and verses here and there, but like best lyric, like the fuck are we talking about lyrics? Like, I don't know. Yeah, same guy that. But I mean, made a whole song about asses and puns on asses. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean <laughs> Sada Baby, like he's he's leading the way in Detroit, right? It's like Sada Baby and I think it's like uh Payroll Giovanni. Those are the two guys I would think are leading the way right now. That's such a cool um, name. I, I've never I heard actually, that. <laughs> Payroll Giovanni, it's a great name. Yeah. yeah. I actually should link Bingo actually Har- Har- the aforementioned Harold Bingo had a piece on Passion Vice about um the new Renaissance in Detroit. Um it's similar to the new Renaissance in LA, whereas like a lot of these guys are drawing from influences that are not in the city's past. So, you know, in LA, right, you have Greedo doesn't really sound like Snoop Dogg, right? Right. Greedo sounds more like uh, Bosi or um, uh, uh, Future, right? Or, or, you know what I mean, a Cali Future or something like that, right? Right. Or Gucci, you know what I mean, a a little bit, right? Draco the Ruler um, is, is much, I mean, he's Honestly, Draco is the greatest thing about Draco is he's just himself. Like he's like no one else. But I mean, if he, if if anything, I see a little Wayne in him, right? Um, in terms of how inventive he is, uh, and uh, I guess the one guy in, in in Cali you could say is similar to the you know father figures of ca- California is uh, G Perico, right? Now he is like definitely like Easy E meets like uh, you know Tupac, right? But um, you know, Detroit's the same way, right? Where Sada Baby and Payroll Giovanni, they're nothing like Eminem or Big Sean or Dilla. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they couldn't are, sound anything more different. Either. They couldn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not like trying to do that. So, I mean, it's, it's refreshing to see Detroit like come back up. And you know what I mean? Like these are the type of guys that like, I really want to hear. I mean, there's, if there's, if there's more guys. I mean, uh, Cash Kid. I don't think I'm familiar with just, any of these guys, but <laughs> yeah, no, Cash Kid's pretty good. Like, but like those Payroll Giovanni and Sada Baby are the main two, and Sada Baby just dropped. And and I mean, and, and, the, you know. the Sada Baby project, um, I I just it's like the opposite of my taste. It, it, there's nothing there's nothing technically wrong with this album. I didn't love the production or the hooks. I found them to be kind of generic. Uh, I I I didn't love it. Um, it's a very intense album. He could, this guy could definitely wrap his ass off, but there was nothing like when Harold recommended that song and I went and listened to it. There was nothing on there. There was nothing for me. Uh, he, I just, I, it's one of those things where like it's so different from the the music that I enjoy that I just couldn't get into it. But there, there, there's nothing wrong with this album. It's it's a completely fine album. 
I just don't I, – I, I guess I don't really uh, hear why, uh, you know, like Harold said he had, like, the best song of last year. I know that you're, you're a big fan of him. I see a lot of people on Twitter saying that they really like his stuff. I think it's cool, all the stuff you mentioned about Detroit and, you know, kind of coming back here. But uh, there was nothing really on this album for me. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it wasn't terrible. Um, he said did, – did you did, – like – he, he said on one of the tracks, he goes, he has very absurd I will sh- lyrics. <laughs> he has absurd yeah, yeah. lyrics. I thought some it's of them so were funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I will do a Harlem Shake with the Draco. I will shoot the investigator. Get, get the case closed. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he's just, he, he's very on, over the top. On, as a, as a, on as lunchroom, a sure. on lunchroom, it goes, on lunchroom, it goes, got my smart nigga with me. He aware of all the apps. Pull up to a nigga care fucking with the Google Maps. <laughs> and you know, what I mean? like he's an old, he's a really good shit talker. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for, he's I, like, I, I don't mean to say say he's basic. He's not, I wouldn't say he's basic, but yeah, if you're looking for like a full length, like very ambitious project he's probably not going to give you that yeah I, th- I, just, I don't think he's basic you know I mean? by any means i think that he he knows what he does well and he sticks within that general sound uh, i think if you really like like intense street rap this is for you for sure there's a lot of as you said there's kind of a, a comical edge to it but there's also very it's very serious at times and it's and it's very in your face so if you dig like that kind of stuff i would check out this project uh, as you said, my favorite track was Horseplay. I know you said Lunchroom and Horseplay were your favorite tracks. We put them on our yeah. on the 808s and Bars playlist, so you guys can check that out. I'll put that in the description. Um, and then we'll move on to our next project, which is funny, funny enough, um, uh, a project that was by one of Eminem's signees, Boogie, Everything's for Sale, uh, another album that when we asked people what they thought the best projects of January were, this one was one that was brought up. Now, I, I feel like shady record signees, anytime Eminem signs someone, they're never really given, like, what they need to succeed. Like, they're kind of... Well, I mean, there's also a... I don't even know if he's ever signed any guys who I think are good. But here's the thing. Let's just keep regardless it... Of, let's just keep it all the way to fuck Well, reason, regardless like. of whether I think that they're talented, like, I don't like Yellow Wolf. Like, I don't... A, he is so bad. I, that's But, like, that's what I... That's who I had in mind when you said For that. Sure. Like, because like, I've heard that. I've heard like Yellow Wolf didn't get, you know, uh, what he should have gotten from Shady. And I was like, well, Yellow Wolf sucks. He does. You're totally right, and I agree with that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doubting that. But what I'm saying is, what I've always kind of, I, I've always kind of seen with him, and it, and in, in, in there was this very public fallout between Eminem and Joe Budden, and it was all over the Slaughterhouse Records, and Slaughterhouse was trying to, you know, do what they could, and and basically Joe was like. M was making us make shit we didn't want to make. Uh, like, I don't know if you remember, but there was uh, the song in like 2012. It was called My Life. It was Slaughterhouse featuring CeeLo Green. It was supposed to be like the crossover hit that Eminem kind of. That song it's... was so fucking bad. So terrible. And here's my thing with, with the whole Eminem, Shady Records, isn't that? Even if I don't think that like the music is particularly good, there's an audience for Slaughterhouse. There is. I mean, they, they have... there is an audience for Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. And I even think to an extent there's an audience for Yellow Wolf. Like I think that, uh, you know, it, it, regardless of whether I like it or not, there's there's definitely ways to market to people. 
And in order to market to the real hip hop heads at the time, it was like people that were dying for the 90s. It was kind of like before this like real like resurrection of not not that they would necessarily like that. But in popular hip hop, like Kendrick, what didn't even like blow up at this point and like. I think J. Cole had just come out like a year before. So like those people that claim to like, quote unquote, like lyrical hip hop, um, you know, would cling on to Slaughterhouse and Slaughterhouse releases that song, as you said, fucking terrible song, My Life by them. And I was like, who is this for? Like no one's this shit is not good enough to be on the radio. This shit is not going to appease the real hip hop heads. They're going to fucking hate this. And that's been my thing with Eminem. It's like it's just a, a it's just a countless fucking missteps with handling people's sound, what people like, and I think it has to do with the fact that he doesn't know what people like. He he doesn't even know his own sound and what he wants to make. He goes back and forth so often. So I think that's probably part of the downfall of them. Now this Boogie album, I thought it was way better than anything that I've heard from Shady Records in quite some time. Uh, the bar is not very high from that. True, but yes, true. I will, I will, I will, I will admit I guess that, like even though I stood in, yeah, love I guess it. like slaughterhouse would be like the highest bar, um, because I yellow sucks. Uh, I never really got. I, I, Obi Trice never even like really released a project. Uh, D twelve, but like, do they even count? Because Eminem was in it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, I would just say, um, yeah, I mean, the bar's not very high, but I thought this was a solid Well, project. no, my bad. West Side Gun, I guess you would say. Oh, yeah, he signed to them, too. I forgot about him. But, yeah, 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 yeah. West Side, West Side Gun, you, you probably would have to say, is... That's like the, the gold best... standard for them. Yeah, I think he's probably the best on, 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 the, um, on, the, on, the, on the label. And he seems to have a, a much larger appeal. I know, like, you like him, but I also know, and I know JJ Demon is a big fan of his, I, but I also know that there are people that like him that are kind of in that slaughterhouse mold, kind of in that old school kind of sound. So he is, uh, clearly has a very wide uh, appeal, but uh, onto this Biggie, this Boogie album, not Biggie. <laughs> it is not a biggie album not no, even not even close this is not a biggie album. but i thought it was pretty solid like i i the, the, there was nothing that like it's a it's a good debut album like it's fine like a, the, there was nothing that blew me away there was nothing that fucking you know i was like wow this guy's really good but there were a few tracks on here i was like all right this is a solid intro project i uh you know i i dig the i dug the production mostly mostly which i find nowadays i don't like the production on like 90 percent of albums so i i i thought the production was pretty good on here um he's kind of got this soulful kind of weirdo but also at the same time kind of street and like gangster like but not really like full-on like probably like as far as like you know, I, I wouldn't say he's, like, more street than, like, anyone in TDE or anything. But, uh, you know, he's fine. He's pretty good. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought he was good with the hooks, the flows, the bridges. Um, the Jid feature was okay. The Eminem feature was terrible. Uh, what else could you expect? Awful. <laughs> 
What was that line that he had on there? Did you, I'm not sure if you caught. I I didn't write hold it on, down. Hold on, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I didn't write it down. <laughs> I can. I know what line you're talking about, though. <laughs> because it got That's this so real shitty. reaction from Twitter, like this, like visceral reaction. It was like one of those reactions. Yeah, it was just like this is hilarious. Yeah. like like he's still doing this. I can't believe. Like, it. what are you doing? Like, I left my legacy hurt. Fucking absurd. Like Shepard having sex with his feet. <laughs> fuck what you heard. <laughs> They're like, you don't get it, bro. It's because fuck what you heard. There is n- oh, because like the, he heard the sheep and you fuck it. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hear about a shepherd. There is, n- yeah. Bestiality is There not is my nothing thing. we can say. We, there is nothing we can say anymore. <laughs> Speaks for itself, really. It just speaks for itself. And we did a whole po- yeah, we did a whole like, podcast on this before. So if you want to I mean, listen to that, go listen to the Kamikaze episode. Yeah, go listen to the Kamikaze episode. That one was fun. <laughs> um, like, I don't dislike the album. I just don't know what Boogie does that can separate him from other rappers, other his peers. Uh, that can separate him from his peers. Yeah. Like, this I is the same you. problem I have with J- This is the same problem I have with J.I.D. And it's just like, by the way, how did J.I.D. get get his stage name? Uh, his grandma gave him his nickname or something. I don't know. Oh, based on his jittery behavior. Okay, I see this right now. Yeah. I'm reading Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like, I, I, I just... You have to do more than just rap well. That's <laughs> you know fair, what I mean? Like, yeah. You have to do more than just to be, like, decent at rap. And it's not even like he's, like, so, so very good, right? I was listening to this is the this is an age old and a very basic um, example, but it's probably the best example. The other day, I was listening to Illmatic just to you know rub, I was you know reminiscing on the train. It's a pretty good I album. I like listening yeah. to old. <laughs> it's a decent album. When you're when I'm on the train, although I'm I'm trying not to uh, salute Nas too much these days, but Fair when I'm on the train a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on the train a lot, I like to listen to old school hip hop because I like to be that type of like New Yorker. And like Nas's lyrics on Illmatic, like he doesn't waste one bar on any of the songs. Yeah. There's not one bar that's wasted. There's not one bar that's like, hmm, why did he say that? Or hmm, that wasn't really a good bar. No, every single one is legitimately incredible. And so, like, when people do, like, when people like, you know, review these Boogie albums or these J.I.D. albums. Um, there's other guys, Big, Big Sean, as we spoke about, but there's other rappers like that. And they're like, oh, this album's hot. This guy's lyrical. He can really spit. I'm like, can he, though? Like, how good is he? Like, how good do you... You have to be, for me, you have to be so good at rapping if that's all you can do. If all you can do is just, like, spit and just be like, oh, have words out and just have a bar... You have to be so good at it that I'm just like, oh wow, this is objectively just amazing. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, I feel you. I, Boogie's just not that good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I like, thought he was all right. Like, like I, I thought that I, like I said, I didn't think there was anything on here that like blew me away. But I was like, he's solid. Like, he can rap and he makes some like decent hooks and like uh, from a songwriting perspective, like he's all right. And like, I like his choice of production. But yeah, I feel you. Like, you got to do a lot to stand out. Like, it's a very very saturated yeah, he doesn't field have... and like it's been now the art form has been around for like 40 years <laughs> like there's only so much yeah, you can do it, with it if you're just it's, a, it's only so much rapping. if you're just like right right if you're just trying to like technically rap well you know what i mean like he's not really that quotable his flow's not special his he's not very like he's not amazingly distinct you know what i mean i just don't i i think that these 
And honestly, like, I, I kick off Kendrick a lot. I'm going to blame Kendrick for this. <laughs> like, I think these guys are trying to be like Kendrick, but I don't think they understand how good um, Kendrick's production is. Like, Kendrick, damn, is the best example of this. Damn is an incredibly produced album. Like, just incredible. And so, like, I don't think they're... And, and Kendrick is a, a quotable MC. I mean, he does do the word style thing sometimes, but he's an incredibly quotable MC. Like, I have Kendrick uh, lyrics as my Twitter bio. You know what I mean? Like, he is a... You could have a quote out of a Kendrick song, and, like, you could just paste it on an Instagram caption. You know what I mean? And, like, these guys really aren't quotable. Like, Kendrick's flow is better. He has a distinct sound. These guys don't. I think that's the biggest thing, is to me that Kendrick... But they're trying... They're clearly trying to be like Kendrick. Do you agree? Oh, for sure. Dude, the intro to this, this fucking album, I was like, Okay, Kendrick. Yeah, for sure. And and with the JID thing, I think uh, I probably thought he sounded more like Kendrick. I think the biggest thing with JID, and I've said this for a while, is I don't think that he's trying to run from the Kendrick comparisons anymore because his voice just sounds so much like Kendrick's. Like, the, the, there's one thing to, like, try to make songs that sound like someone, and then there's another thing when it's like, uh, my fucking voice sounds like the guy. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Not rap in my voice? Like, so... So that was always kind of my thing with J.I.D., but with the Boogie stuff, like, yeah, I mean, the first song on this album, I was like, it's Kendrick. And then the production on this album, I was like, it sounds like Kendrick, but not as good. And, uh, yeah, I I tend to agree. Like, I think he's a solid rapper. I don't think – I think what you really hit on is that Kendrick has a very distinct voice. And he has this ability to capture someone in a fucking – Two minute, thirty second song, like only yeah. a few guys can really do. And now that can improve, right? Like these guys can improve. Sorry to cut you off. No, like, yeah, these guys you're can right. Because because like Kendrick didn't always wasn't always the most distinct guy, right? True. He used to just do um, Little Wayne like tribute mixtapes. True, but I will <laughs> and, like, say this much: he used to try to rap like corrupt. They're, you know what I mean? So like they're both almost thirty though. JID and Boogie, the two you're talking about, they're both twenty eight. Well, or twenty nine. Really... True. Yeah. If you don't blow up until you know what I mean, it's not like career, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not like it's not like he's during the NBA. Or <laughs> like you can improve your. Yeah. You can. Two chains went from true. I went from thinking that two chains wasn't really like that good to thinking that he's the best rapper alive. So like you can and two chains is like forty or two years old. I I think. Yeah, he's like he's forty now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, like you can. Improve no matter what yeah, you do. I'm looking at. Him right I said now. it like he's 29. I said it like his knees are gonna give out and he's not gonna be able to rap anymore. Like, <laughs> his voice. You don't want to give getting... him that max Although, contract, I... you know. <laughs> you don't want to give Boogie a max contract, uh, Def Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I just the and it's not only Boogie, and I don't mean to pick on him, and it's like other guys are like that too, where it's just like what are you doing? What is your stick to stand out, right? And, and like, like, you know, what are you trying to convey uh, in your music, right? Like, I'm not even talking about lyrics. So, like, a lot of people, when I say this stuff, a lot of people think, like, oh, you mean, like, you want their lyrics to be, like, very, like, uh, powerful and blah, blah, blah. No, I actually don't give a shit about that at all. Yeah. Like, like I just said, the two, chains is my yeah. Fa- yeah, I mean- two Chains is my favorite rapper out right now, and the motherfucker be rapping about, like, Javanchi sweatshirts like I like and like we like I don't care you just have to have a style to you you have why why am I listening to you yeah having a distinct sound and having something that can really capture 
uh, you know, your emotion or your feeling or whatever you put into your music. Whereas I think a lot of guys nowadays do blend in, um, which is that being said, I like the length on this album. It's very well crafted. Like it's clear that like he has some type, he has like instincts in terms of just like he made an album. It's well crafted. It's um, he's a, you know, I mean, it's like he's attempting, this is his debut album. And this is like the type of shit he's trying to do yeah. as like a debut. You know what I mean? This is clearly like, Hey, this is going to be my like debut album classic thing. And like, I get it. And it's like, you know I mean? The length is 38 minutes. Like I like the length and stuff like that. I just like, he needs to come into his own as an artist. Yeah. He, I, I tend to agree with that. I think he's good at a crafting albums. He definitely has an ear for beats and what his style works well with, but uh, yeah, not, not quite uh, fully developed as an artist yet. Um, but my favorite tracks on that one were silent ride and self-destruction. Um I don't know if you had any favorite tracks on there or anything that really stood out, but uh, I thought self-destruction was, eh, I don't know. They were both pretty good. I like, I like both those songs. Self-destruction was just him kind of going in, uh, which I thought this album could have used maybe even a little bit more of. Um, but I, I enjoyed that one. He was just kind of, it was kind of just like a technically skilled like track where you're just kind of going in, but I, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, but speaking of artists that, might not necessarily have a fully developed voice yet. Um, we're going to move on to the last project that we're going to talk about uh, in, in depth a little bit here. Um, the WMW. Okay. I'm sorry. YMW. I can't get this guy's name right ever. Uh, Melly. Uh, we all shine. He came out with uh, a project last month. Uh, it actually had a Kanye feature on it, which. I even fucking I can't believe that this kid got a Kanye feature, regardless of what's happened in the past no, year. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, so first off, this kid I saw when he was born, nineteen ninety. He's actually in. He's he's actually in New York on Monday, by the way, at Sound of Brazil. So <laughs> I don't I mean, even know what the fuck that is. And he's in Philly. And he's I don't know who it is either. And I live in New York. <laughs> oh no, I do. That's a lie. That's a lie. It's on Vare Street. I do know. Okay. Um. Where's he in yeah, Philly? Yeah, SOBs. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you said SOBs. I was like, I was thinking like Sound of Brazil, and I was like, oh, okay, SOBs. No yeah, one calls it. Yeah, 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 no one calls yeah. it that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Where's he at in Philly? That's because I'm reading it. That's because I'm reading it from the Google. So I'm just like, what the fuck the is The Google, Brazil? just like, like the Facebook and the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, wait, SOBs. And he's in Philly. He's on. He's in uh, Philly on Thursday. Theater of the Living Arts. Oh, CLA. The CLA. Yeah, it's another one. Okay, that okay, everyone, okay. It's okay. just the initials. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's I. I saw ASAP Ferg there before, so that that's a decent sized venue. It's like five hundred to a thousand people, so the guy's doing pretty well. Um, this guy's from Florida. WM Melly. He's nineteen ninety nine. He was born in. I was like, what the fuck? He's making me old. This guy, yeah, dude. This guy fucking was born two years before nine eleven. Like that. That's how I know that you're fucking young as shit. If you were born any time around that, to me, is just. That is really making me feel old as we talk about this. But um, did you get a chance to really like, uh, you know, g- listen to it? I kind of listened to, to it once through. Um, uh, I don't know. I was kind of surprised by this album. I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, but it, it, it surprised me kind of in a good way. Um, but what did you think of it? Murder on my mind is, is stupid. Like, in a good way. <laughs> no, yeah, in a good way. In a good way. Like, that shit is hard. Yeah, he had a few tracks on here that I I actually was, like... 
Well, how did he get this Kanye feature? Is he signed to Good Music or some shit? No, no, he's not. I don't know. Maybe my my guess is that I mean, when Harold came on here, he said this guy had the best project, his one of his top ten projects from last year. So he's eighteen years old, probably seventeen when he made it. Uh, released it last year. He got uh, a clearly a ton of buzz. Off I that. am you, yeah, yeah. I mean, Harold's right. I am you was really good. I didn't hear a lot of this new shit because it came out the day Future came out. And when Future comes out, I just... <laughs> it's a holy day in Jason's house. It's a holy day. It's a holy day in my household. You know, we go to church and all that. <laughs> um, and no, this is not one of those churches where you have to pay to. <laughs> it's just free. So You just drink... Instead of drinking wine at community, you drink lean out of a... Okay, anyway... That's uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I didn't get the chance to uh, listen to all of this new thing. But Murder on My Mind is crazy. And I would implore everyone to listen to that. That's actually his most streamed song on today okay. on Spotify. So yeah. I, I thought that this guy was going to be another young thug clone. Like every time I, like, I heard a little bit of his music and I was like, I just go into it and I'm like, it's just going to sound just like Young Thug, and I'm not going to like it because I like Young Thug a lot, but I just don't really like a lot of the guys who are going for that same kind of sound. Um, but I was wrong. I mean, he doesn't really sound like Thug all that much at all on here. Um, and he, I can hear the influence of Young Thug. I think he's influenced a, a, a wide fucking range of people. But uh, I thought his taste in production was pretty good. Um there were some songs that were like, meh, like not great, not really for me. But uh, Milksteak on Twitter, he tweeted at us and said, or tweeted at me and said, uh, he, he thought it was a little bit influenced by Chance the Rapper, which I didn't really hear that influence. Um, but I did hear kind of in. Thank God you didn't hear that influence. Yeah, well, I mean, I like some of his stuff, but um, uh, <laughs> I could hear kind of like that, like Young Thug. Low, I, I, I heard closer to like a Lil Uzi Vert, if anything else. Like there were certain songs in here where I was like, oh yeah, he's clearly a huge Uzi fan. Uh, well, Uzi's, I, I, I really like Uzi. So, I mean, I, I will definitely check it out. Well, the thing about this album, like mostly, I'm not going to go on too much more about it, but uh, sometimes it, it, he sounds so much like Uzi that it's impossible to tell them apart, which is kind of annoying. But at other times, I thought his taste in production was really good. I think he's a pretty technically skilled rapper. I think he makes really catch. This whole thing was really catchy. I think this guy has a lot of potential to be like a pop, like on a pop level big, like beyond just like fucking like, like, you know, like Gunna and Lil Baby and them and like, you know, the people that kind of sound like Thug or Uzi or Cardi or whatever. Uh, like, I think like this guy could have like some breakthroughs. Not that they, those guys ha- did have a breakthrough with Drip, Drip Too Hard, but, um, but trip too hard. but which is a catchy catchy song but like this guy like everything on here was was really catchy he was really good with the hooks i enjoyed uh no heart and the kanye track i actually did like uh even though uh, is kanye good on it or is he nah, you know he's, he's like barely even on it to be honest it's 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 or is he just being an immature dick yeah he's just kind of there uh and the song's called mixed personalities if if you can if you can appreciate oh, okay. that you know little uh you know, fucking trying to, you know, be all uh, Mr. Fucking, you know, split personality uh, and, and try to make light of, the, you know, I guess everything that's been going on with his mental health. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was solid. There was nothing about this project that blew me away, but I think that this guy definitely has a lot of potential and 
he'll he'll be big. I mean, if he's 19 years old and making music that sounds like this, I think he'll be a very very big rapper. And I know that he already has some pretty loyal followers, uh, including Harold, who came on here. Um, so before we kind of wrap up this episode, do you want to do one little poll that I uh, yeah what, what, that what I was that? tweeted? What did you tweet? Was it a better than? It was yeah. Did um do you? It was Scarface or Redman. Did you click on oh, that? Oh, I did. And I voted for Scarface, but I to me it, it could go either way. Like I'm not like I'm not like I just never really got into Redman the same way that you have. Um I don't know. I Redman does have a lot of like very like dark shit. Yeah. And like it, it his flow is ridiculously crazy too. <laughs> like, yeah, and Scarface is always He's not the like, easiest rapper yeah. to digest. I mean, we've yeah. talked about Scarface a ton on here. I think he's like incredibly talented. And I know he's one of your favorite MCs too. So it's not to say that Yeah, he's in my top five. Yeah, yeah. It's not to say that uh, you know, fucking uh you think one of them is good and one of them is bad. Or but TI TI and Rick Ross, which one you did? I, I did vote for T.I. on there. I, I, I mean, I've said it before on here. I, I like Rick Ross. I don't love Rick Ross. Um, I think T.I. made a the, – the, there was that three-album run he had in the mid-2000s. Yeah, like Urban Legend, Trap Music, trap music Urban and, Legend, and King, and King yeah, are so Fucking good. fire. Like almost every song on all those albums. <laughs> I, King is one of the greatest rap albums of the 2000s. It for sure. is from – track one to the last track it is so good yeah and i, I mean and and, his, and, his, and the weird it's it feels like such a moment too in time it you was know? yeah and, and yeah and i think that ti doesn't necessarily get the respect that uh his contemporaries do which is crazy to me um with that being said i voted rose on that i, just wanna... <laughs> I know you're a huge Rose, <laughs> but i i, I just want to say he, I, about like, the ti thing I don't think that I've heard anyone besides maybe Eminem. I think T.I. might have had the sharpest drop off of any rapper that like because like I not to say that like most rappers only have like two or three really good albums like T.I. had DMX had a really sharp drop off. He had a sharp drop off. But like by the, t- the bro, Paper Trail is one of the worst albums I've ever heard in my life. And like I hate, I agree with you. Paper Trail is not a good album. It's and so people bad. Think it's like really good. No, I was not when good. I was, in co- I was not. a freshman in college when that album. Paper Trail is like Blueprint Three to me, legitimately. Yeah. Like I think it's like similar to Blueprint. Honestly, 3. I think it's like, even worse too. Like I, I think that like Blueprint Three is pretty bad. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. But but the thing about the <laughs> thing about Paper Trail to me was like that was what killed me about that was like. T.I. had, like, every album prior to that had, like, one or two hits, but, like, every song on fucking Paper Trail was a hit. And I, and it felt as if they were, like, purposely trying to be exactly. Get It Gone yeah, yeah. and, like, Live Your Life. Top of the World, and, like, Live Your Life, Whatever You uh, Like. Whatever You yeah. Like. Swagger Like Us. That shit is garbage. Yeah, it was like, just but, all, but, like, yeah. But the one he just dropped is really good. I, I did enjoy that. The Dime Trap album that came out, that one was pretty decent. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, and, and it was a like, little bit reminiscent of his old stuff. Yeah, Tip, Tip's got a pretty good catalog, but, like, to No Mercy, no, Paper Show, No Mercy, and um, Trouble Man, I don't think are good at all. And then Paperwork's, like, Okay, we're getting there, and then like the one he just dropped, Time Trap is really yeah, good. yeah. I think I think overall he still has a really solid catalog in those three albums. But it, it, that similar that happened to Rose too, right? Like Ross had Deeper Than Rap, Teflon Dawn, Rich Forever. Those are oh, that's a really good trio, right? And then God forgives I don't is when you started to see it unreal a little bit, and then like 
uh, hood billionaire was really bad. Mastermind had some okay, Master- song, oh, okay songs. I like a few of those. The Devil, Devil's a Lie. Devil's a Lie is my favorite Rick Ross song. So yeah, I think that's a fantastic. Yeah, track. it's a that's a really good yeah. track. I I mean I didn't enjoy the album in total, but that's a really good track. Yeah, yeah. Um, um but, and then but the, I just wanted to bring the up one Ross to drop. Ti, uh, he they did come out to bring him out at the Super Bowl, the Rams, and then they fucking lost. Just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring him out like in Atlanta. That. that was so cool. And the Patriots came out to Crazy Train again after they lost when they came out to it last year. Versus Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares, like I, I, I don't even want to watch talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, that, that, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm over that it. That game I, was it, unfortunate. I know. It was just very depressing. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, that game was unfortunate. That halftime show was unfortunate. Everything that happened that day, yeah. the 21 Savage thing, it's it's just it's a whole wash of a day. Sunday was away. a terrible just day. Throw that like, shit away. Um, yeah, but okay, bro. before we kind of wrap things up here, I do just want to say my favorite track of January was a single it was just a lucy by gold link and peewee Longway. it was called got muscle um i put it on the 808s and bars podcast uh playlist uh you can go and check that out good track good track I, I enjoyed the I track i like yeah. that one a lot i love i i used to be a huge gold link guy i kind of soured on him on his last project or two um but this one really won me back peewee long peewee long way was fucking great on it uh, sounded like it was just kind of like a fun fucking song. Also had the cool Mac Miller shout out on there. Very vibey track. I, I like that one a lot. And then a little EP that kind of went under the radar that isn't from a huge artist, but a guy that I like is someone named YG Tut. Uh, came out with an EP earlier in the year in January. He's about to drop his full length, second full length album. He had an album a few years ago called Preacher's Son that I really liked. He runs with Isaiah Rashad and that whole Chattanooga click. So I really like a lot of their music. But definitely check out YG Tut if you haven't listened to him before. Um, I'll throw some of him, some of him on uh, the uh, on the playlist. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of all I have to say. Um, you know, thank you for listening. If you're still listening, follow us on Twitter and all that good shit. I should probably say that at the beginning, but uh, I forgot to. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jason, unless you have anything else to say, I think that's place to wrap it up. No, no, that that wraps it up. Hopefully, we'll have like a real album to uh, talk about next time we do the pod. An album or it something seems... that isn't depressing, as long as it's not depressing. Yeah, but like just in general, just like a really big release, like a good release. You know what I mean? Like no been, one's it's really a, it's been, been a drought. It's been very quiet. So yeah, very quiet so far in 2019. We'll see. We'll and see. 2000. Everyone fucking. Blew- well, no, Blueface. Blueface said he's coming out with his shit this month. Oh boy, that is gonna be welcome a, to the beach. It's gonna be a real banger. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Peace. All right.